brought to you by Soul Fire Productions. Hello and welcome to Mother the Mother. I am McLean McGowan. This podcast is an offering for all women to gather energetically, sister to sister, mother to mother, to co-create a sacred space for healing, educating, and sharing as we journey through motherhood and womanhood. It is such an incredibly powerful moment in time to be a woman, and I thank you for showing up on behalf of yourself and for all of the women in your lives, past, present, and future, to honor our matriarchal lines, all who came before, and all who will come after. Jema. Hi everyone, thank you so much for tuning in today. Wow, what an incredible moment to be alive. Each week, each day, it seems new layers are being pulled back to reveal ways in which we need to step up and level up and change so much within our society. As I sit here in Tennessee, my home state, and record this, it's June 8th. And so we've been on two weeks now almost of the Black Lives Matter. It was actually two weeks ago today that George Floyd was murdered. And so there have been protests all across this country, really incredible to witness. And as my beliefs go through this whole pandemic or pandemic time of COVID, um, there's so many levels, there's so many things at play, seen and unseen. And I think same applies to the riots and the looting and the peaceful protesting. You know, there are many agendas working, working themselves out, but I do truly hope that we can commit to really deeply, finally, in this country, equalizing racial injustice in this country, radically changing our systems, our paradigms, and for white people who, on the whole, are very privileged. This term white privilege is true, and it means that it doesn't mean we haven't had tragedy or horrible things happen in our lives. It means that based on the color of our skin, we have not woken up every day wondering if our kids are going to be shot for walking to the store or crossing the street or going for a jog. And, you know, it's been interesting. I I took a beat on Instagram last week and just really wanted to sit with myself and listen and not even kind of give more ammo to the noise on there. And um, I didn't even really want to be watching that much, but I did because I wanted to also see what was happening. But it was really interesting. The triggers and everyone really fired up and thinking they're saying one thing that's really loving and then getting corrected and then all the feelings of guilt and shame over that. And, you know, I think that's normal. You know, we've all been in this really weird lock-in time, lockdown, um, quarantine, and emotions are running high. And we're also fumbling awkwardly to try to make change. And You know, most of us who are white, especially if you're listening to this podcast, you know, or I'll speak for myself at least, I don't feel racist, you know, but it's really been brought to my attention in this past week that innately I am racist. And um, I've just been looking at a lot of that in my lineage and where I am in my life because of my white skin. Um, 
And it's a lot to think about and it's a lot to mourn. And there definitely are feelings of guilt and shame and sadness and despair. And that's not what's going to make us look deeper inside in ourselves and then have the energy for forward action. So again, nothing is right or wrong, but it's really, it's not our intentions that matter. It's our actions that really truly matter. And the love, the love that we bring every single day to ourselves, our kids, brothers and sisters, no matter what color skin you have and changing our habits, you know, I mean, I've already whittled down my closet to basically nothing, but I'm even now more conscious of what I'm spending on and putting that dollar towards people that really need it, you know, really getting mindful with every dollar I'm spending. Where's that going? What company is that going to? What is that company's CEO beliefs or owner or whatever? And I think that's what it's going to take. And it takes a lot of extra energy. I mean, it does. It takes a lot of extra energy. But I think if we can do that each day in little and big ways, then we really can see some positive movement quickly. And I don't want to get too much into politics because, uh, again, I just have a lot of questions. I don't have so many answers. But um, I really ask you to do your due diligence. Look within. Look at the people that you respect and you feel like have legit information. There's so much fear mongering in the mainstream media. There's so much deceit in the mainstream media. You know, maybe you just need to turn off your TV for a couple of days or a couple of weeks, get off Instagram for a couple of days. You know, being on these devices, I feel like sometimes we, we feel like we're part of it and we're activating change, but we're really not. So Bring that energy into the real world, into your interactions, into your conversations in lifetime with your white friends, with your black friends, with your Latina friends and everyone else in the world. You know, be having these awkward conversations or these mindful conscious conversations and um, and come back to the topic of this episode is your self-sovereignty, your intuition, honing that practice of trusting yourself, trusting your inner knowing and getting out of the business of the head and what society's taught us to be addicted to or depend, you know, dependent upon. Come back to your own true self, your higher self. And I do truly believe that through all of this, there is a divine planning. There is a plan that we don't know the details of right now. Um, and it's overwhelming. I have days where I just feel like I don't even want to get out of bed because all the things that I'm seeing and feeling just feel so wrong. But this is the awakening and we have to go through this time, this darkness, this pain, this suffering to truly rise up, to truly set each other free and ourselves free. And, you know, I see a lot of posting about get Trump out and everything is going to be better. And I think that's a very naive look at the politics of this nation. Um, the Democrats are also doing some really horrible, gnarly, backstabbing, lying stuff right now. So as we approach the voting in November, please do due diligence on the matters that truly matter to you and your family and your children. 
And it's no longer Democrat versus Republican. I wish it were. I wish it was that easy. But the whole system is rigged. The whole system is flawed. And it no longer is red versus blue or black and white. There is systemic racism on both sides. I see so many Democrats now using Black Lives Matter as their own agenda, and it's disgusting and it's horrible. So really looking at who has everyone's best interest at hand and moving forward that way, because that's what it's going to take. And it's going to take a lot of new energy and action steps for each one of us within our own families as well. So I'm sending love out to all of you, your minds, your hearts, as we navigate this completely unprecedented time. And it just keeps on getting more and more intense as the weeks roll on. But please know it is part of a plan. It is happening. We are here and we're here for a purpose. We're here to be the agents of change. So please believe in yourself, trust yourself, take care of yourself, sleep as much as you can, nap, take the pressure off yourself. Most of us are coming off a couple of months of homeschooling or remote schooling our kids while also working, while also navigating being with our partner home all day. It's a lot of stuff. So just be gentle with yourself, meditate when you can, nourish yourselves with healing, beautiful foods. And that way you will be strong enough to rise up when you are called. And as usual, I'm here. I'm doing coaching calls. If you're pregnant and need support, please reach out. If you're a new mama and need some help insulating yourself within the first 40 days virtually, I am here. I'm so ready to support you. And if you're well on into motherhood, there's so many dynamics to family life right now. So please reach out. I'm here. I'm so happy to be of service. It actually lights me up to be of service right now. It expands my love and my heart. So. You can always reach out to me, McLean, M-C-L-E-A-N, at motherthemother.com. I'm sending love out to all of you. And I would like to add just one special prayer and note for all of the souls that are departing right now. We send you love. We honor you. We know that you're going to the other side to help us, to help us in our fight here on earth. And special shout out to my stepfather who transitioned a couple of days ago, Phil Zanone. We love and we miss you, and we are so, so happy to have been in your light. Sending love out to all. J-Ma. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope that you are having a beautiful day wherever you are in this great big world of ours. Let's just tune in with our own selves. For some of us, this might be the only time we've had to actually connect with our own being today. So closing the eyes if you can, keeping them relaxed and open if they must be open. Deepening down into your own body, letting the breath really flow through the tissue, the blood, the organs. You can just do a long natural breath or the suspended breath of inhaling through the nose five counts, retaining the breath for five counts, exhaling audibly out through the mouth for five counts. Whatever feels most authentic to your own body today, do that. Letting go of your morning or your afternoon, wherever you are in your own day, letting go of what came before. 
Letting go of what is yet to come. Letting go of any preconceived expectations or anxiety or stress you might be dealing with later on in the day. Just with your mind's eye, gently bring those thoughts to the wayside, knowing that they will be there after this session ends, after this recording. Allowing the breath to bring you now firmly planted in the present moment. Giving yourself permission now to be here. We get addicted to overseeing everything and multitasking and doing all the things because we're used to doing that. And our society teaches us to do that, to be productive at all times. And as mothers, it's in us, it's ingrained in us to do that. And it is part of nature, but we also kind of take it to the nth degree, right? So allowing those antenna to slowly furl up, curl up back into you during this present moment. There's nothing else you need to be doing. Allow yourself to simply be. And it's not so simple, is it? Allow the breath to ground you back down. If you're sitting, if you're driving, if you're sitting in a chair, really feel the sit bones rooted down to whatever you're sitting on, like shoots of a plant growing deep, 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 deep into the earth. If you're lying down, if you're in bed, feeding your baby, or napping with your baby. Allow the whole back body to melt down into the bed, feeling your front body melt into the midline, which then melts into the back body, which then melts down into the bed or the floor, all the way down through the foundation of your house, to the grass and the dirt and the shale and the sand, all the way down to the core of Mother Earth. And when we practice this daily of through our own body releasing that deeply down into Gaia, Mother Earth, we train the body to then get there quickly, which as moms especially, we need to be able to do that. And as working women and busy women, which most of us are, I'm pretty sure 100% that are listening right now are busy women. Um, So the more that we can attune ourselves to dropping in quickly, the more benefit we can get until we get the longer stretches, right? Until we get that hour by ourselves. But we're in different seasons of our lives where that is impossible right now or seemingly impossible. So grabbing those moments when you can get them and with practice, you can train the body to deepen quickly. And just tuning in with your own body, your own mind. Letting other people's stuff be their stuff. You focus on you. Where are you feeling open or tight or constricted today? And without judgment, just seeing it, feeling it, allowing the breath to come in. And gently allow that space to relax a little bit deeper. 
And taking a couple more conscious breaths or continue this whole podcast with conscious breaths if you can. So I'm just going to dive on in. If you are entering a deep meditation, pause this and go deep. If not, we'll move on. So hi. Um, something that's really been coming up with me throughout many times of the day, and you know, there are no coincidences, is this idea of intuition. I keep getting conversations. I'm writing about it. I'm blogging about it. I'm, I'm doing online um, courses now, and it's been coming up really as the underline, underline, underline exclamation point of all the work I do. It really circles all back to trusting your intuition, connecting to your intuition as a woman and as a mother. So whether I'm working with women having fertility issues or during their pregnancy or postpartum or well into motherhood, or if I'm working with women that aren't mothers, don't even want to be mothers, it's all about coming back into our intuition. And it is a birthright and it is something that women have been known for. It has been our superpower throughout time. And little by little, it has been stripped from us. We have been made to question it. We have been made to move over it, surpass it, ignore it, stuff it down, starve it, medicate it, you name it, right? And I do feel like we are in this time with the patriarchal system crumbling which is painful for all of us, by the way, um, that there's a lot of talk about intuition, you know, and we need to be coming back to it. We need to be remembering it. Um, but it's also kind of a talking piece now, or it can feel that way because I, I do see with a lot of our culture, we're, we're saying this, which is great and spreading the awareness and the education to it. But if you're someone that has walked through your entire life not trusting your intuition or not being connected to it, never seeing it modeled by the women in your life, you know, how do we get there, right? So this is what's coming up. People are like, I know I need to be trusting my intuition, literally don't know what it is, literally don't know how to connect to it. So that's the big question mark. And when I work with women through their pregnancy, it's really a spiritual journey. It's a practice of peeling back all those layers the family lineage stuff, the family lineage of your partner. Um, you know, there's so much fear mongering in our medical system. There's so much fear-based research and testing and all these things. Like we're, we've moved away in so many ways from our intuition when it comes to pregnancy and labor and birth. And then definitely we've moved away from it in the postpartum realm on into motherhood. You know, we're always seeking the experts or reading more books or um, you know, taking a survey from our friends or our mom friends, you know, and not to say it's not good to have community and learn from each other. But what I see happening is there's all this anxiety that's being created because we're looking outside of ourselves. And that is an addiction. It's an addiction of our society. I mean, look at everything on television. It's you're not enough. You're not a whole being Buy this and it will fix you. And we're all used to it, so we don't even see it. And we're, from a very young age, taught to sell our soul out, sell our intuition out. And it can be drugs and alcohol. It can be food addiction. It could be porn addiction. It can be um, phone addiction, 
TV addiction. I mean, the TV addiction is so real and it feels so benign and it's so not um, the deep programming that is coming in through your television. So these are all things that add up, you know, each one of these little things add up over time. So pregnancy can be such a beautiful cracking open because all of a sudden you feel different. Your hormones are different. Your mind is different. Your body is changing literally daily, if not hourly. And um, there's a deeper awareness that happens organically because maybe patterns in your life you have never looked at or things in your life you've never really wanted to delve into. You now want to because you're having a child and you don't want your neuroses or your family neuroses or issues um, to be passed down, you know? So it's it becomes this time to really look deeply and honestly within ourselves. And not everyone wants to do it. Not everyone's up for it. And that's your choice, you know? Do you. That's totally fine. I'm just speaking to this, um, the underlayer, you know, the really conscious pregnancy, birth, postpartum, motherhood. And to be conscious and fully alert and awakened right now also is kind of a double-edged sword because the world is cray-cray right now. And when you do wake up and you do see all your programming and you do see all the unhealth within our systems, whether it's the medical system, education system, politics, um, private education, public education, uh, it's overwhelming, you know, there are many cracks, but that shows to me that it's even more a time to come back to our intuition, right? As these institutions around us crumble, um, we now see that the people we thought were looking out for our best interest actually haven't been. And so circling back to that fact of you really are the one thing you can depend on this lifetime. It's not your kids. It's not your spouse. It's not your job. It's not your bank account. It's not your credit score. It's you. It's that soul connection. You and spirit, your spiritual practice, how you fit into the matrix of nature and life. Um, and that can be a lot, you know, it can be overwhelming, but it's also so beautiful because it is cracking you open to be a more fully realized human being right now. And that's what we need. We need more people that are really willing and open to doing the hard lifting, the hard work to help us get all back on track. So if you do have a practice, a spiritual practice, a meditation practice, a yoga practice, you're already well aware of your stuff, generally speaking. Um, you've probably been called to these practices because there were things in your life you wanted to heal. You might've had trauma, mental health issues, physical issues, emotional issues that you were looking outside of the box to help treat. And usually if you are doing those practices, you might get kind of lazy about them, but you know they work. So it's really important to find or just be open to new ways to find that feeling and to find a practice that for right now you can commit to. And life changes and we change as people. So I'm not one of those people that think you need to like find one way and that's what you do for life. That's not how I work. I've never worked that way. Sometimes I wish I did. It would simplify my life a lot. But um, I'm an experimenter. I'm a scientist. I'm a lab of my life. So I'm always trying new things. But whatever it is, just finding a practice, whether that's two minutes, where it's whether it's 20 minutes twice a day, where it's an hour a day, 
whether it's yoga nidra at night, whether it's the gym, whether it's running, whether it's a yoga class, walking in nature barefoot, whatever it is, just find you what your practice is that allows you to really detach from all the noise, all the outside noise, the unhealthy noise, uh, the noise that really doesn't mean anything, right? All these things that we kind of go through and just take for granted, like, yeah, that's life and this happens and this happens. So much of that is just human construct. It's not even real. It's not, it's not based on anything. And if you haven't started a practice, then now is a great time to do that, right? So there's so many meditation apps now that are awesome, um, or at least I've heard they're awesome. I don't use them myself, but I've done all different types of meditation practice. I have a chanting spiritual practice. I have a lot of, I have a prayer practice um, that I do daily, all these things, but they're not long amounts of time because I work and I have two kids. So I just fit in what I can to refill my cup, to bring my nervous system back into as close to neutral as I can get because it's medicine for me. And I know within myself, when I start kind of getting that edgy feeling, that anxiety starts bubbling a little bit. It's it's almost like an electrical current for my nervous system. I know I haven't been meditating enough. And I will choose that over exercise. I will choose sleep and relaxed meditation over anything because I know that actually works best for me. Um, but also walk in nature is one of the most healing medicines in my life also. So, you know, you just find what works for you now. For me, when I was newly postpartum or even those first year, year or year plus of postpartum, walking was the big one for me. I'd walk an hour, two hours every day, especially with Jemima. I didn't really have mom friends near us. So I'd walk probably two to three hours a day, honestly. Um, sometimes broken up a couple of times during the day in the stroller or in the ergo. And with Goldie, same, maybe walked like an hour most days in the ergo or stroller. And that's really my medicine. I could listen to music. I could listen to meditation. I could listen to podcasts and also get my moving meditation and exercise. So um, it can be something as simple as that. And I do know that it becomes really stressful when you have a new baby to plan classes because inevitably it's like you pay ahead online if you have to do that. And then, you know, the babysitter's late or you didn't sleep during the night, you had a horrible night or like baby's teething. And it just adds this level of stress, to even getting to an exercise class or getting to a meditation class. So I find with me, with myself, the more that I could be self-reliant in the early days, the better. And again, that just comes into your intuition. It's following what lights you up, what feels the most calming, because it is so ironic. And believe me, I mean, I've been here probably hundreds of times when you're like in LA traffic, cursing out, you know, the other drivers, so adrenalized, rushing to get to a yoga class, right? To find parking, to get there on time. By the time you get there, you're so adrenalized and your cortisol's all over the place. It's like, or, or I could have just meditated and stretched at home and been just as good. So just finding that place within yourself. But I really do urge you to find a practice that serves you and your journey right now. Again, I think it all comes back to your own intuition and just being as healthy as possible. You know, if crazy viruses are going around, concentrate on your immune system. Up your vitamins, your B vitamins, vitamin C, 
safety, greens, green powders, good protein, fruits, veggies, you know, like we like to complicate everything. But if you just bring it back to simple, like keep your stress low, wash your hands a lot, um, eat well, sleep, you know, these basics that we, we kind of like, we don't like to do those because they feel too simple, I think. They feel like, well, and we also don't like to do what we don't like to do, right? We like to rebel against health. So I guess that's a big part of it also. Um, but anyway, it's just a time to really connect. And especially as mothers, it's so overwhelming. I, I mean, I feel like it's an overwhelming time, period. Then you add the layer of having children and making these decisions based on what their world is going to look like and what it looks like now. And, you know, with all the medical freedom stuff and what schools are, you know, aligning with that, what schools you can or cannot go to now um, based on, you know, genetic issues of your children. Like there's so much insanity happening on that subject. Then we have all the 5G that's popping up everywhere. Then we have, you know, food and water that's totally contaminated. It's really mind boggling. Like every decision, I've, I talked about this the other day, uh, decision fatigue and all these decisions that have to be made during the day become massive decisions. Um, and it's really unfortunate. Like it sucks. It sucks that we have to live that way. Um, it's kind of amazing that we get through the days as well as we do and with love and not raging and not losing our tempers on our kids constantly. And that circles back to like finding your own uh, fulfillment within your own self. So you're not taking that stuff to your kids because, you know, they, they can't control it. They didn't know they were, you know, they don't, they're not in power of any of these things too. It's, um, it's the fear that we're vibing on. So just holding all the paradoxes per usual, um, it's a crazy dark time. It's also a crazy light time because we're bringing it forth. The old parts are crumbling, but it's going to be pretty uncomfortable for most, if not all of us for a while. Hopefully it won't be a long while. And I think that's really all I felt like sharing. It just all comes back to intuition and meditation allows us to connect to that source, to connect to our powerhouse, to really know what is ours what is our gut feeling what are we really listening to inside of ourselves and not all the chatter around us um and also be aware of who you take counsel from and with the older i get i have so many amazing beings in my life and i also ask for counsel a lot less than I ever have because I am so trusting my intuition now. I am so in flow. I'm trusting my human design and really basing decisions from that place and trusting that I know best because I do. And I wish that for all of you. And I send love and light out to you today. And as always, feel free to reach out, DM me on Instagram at Mother the Mother, or feel free to email me, McLean at MotherTheMother.com for any suggestions or topics you'd like to hear discussed. Love you all. Thank you always for your support, for your feedback. And I see you, I feel you, and I'm right here with you. 
Jema. Abracafabra. We are so excited to introduce you to the most fabulous witches, Leah Knauer and Rachel LaForest of Basic Witches. Join the witches in their coven of the world-famous comedy store as they interview comedians, actors, artists, and fellow witches about all things magical. Right along with Leah and Rachel's deep thoughts, deep breathing, and deep belly laughs as they open up with celebrity guests and professionals in the spiritual world. They ask the basic questions so you don't have to. Each episode is packed with manifestation tips, magical masturbation quips, and rooting for broomsticks over dicks. Astrology.com loves them and you will too, so give this fiery Gemini and Scorpio duo a listen anywhere podcasts can be found. And as the basic witches say, hexo, hexo. (laughs) 